Dr. Emily Funk Reynolds, and you are listening to the Confessions of a Young Doctor podcast, where we are striving for a balance at work and at home so that we can be the best for our patients, our family, and most importantly, for ourselves. Hi, friends. If you've been listening along to the podcast for a little bit, you know that I work part-time in my startup and then part-time as an associate. So I wanted to talk a little bit this episode about my staff schedule and what things are looking like. So um, I have two employees. One employee is a full-time employee and the other is a part-time employee. And my part-time employee is a clinical assistant, so she only works when I work. But then I have a full-time employee who her official title is our office coordinator and she kind of serves as our treatment coordinator, our insurance coordinator, and like front desk. So um, I am currently in my practice two and a half days a week. So um, every Monday and every Friday I'm in my office and then every other Wednesday. So Tuesdays and Thursdays I've never at my office. That's when I'm working as an associate at another practice and then the Wednesdays alternate. So um, like I said, on the patient days where I'm in the practice and the assistant is there, she serves as our front desk, answering the phone, scheduling patients, and then as our treatment coordinator. So when we have new patient consults, she does the TC role for me and goes over the finances, develops the payment plans for the patients, and then she also runs our recurring payments. Now, on the non-patient days, so the days where I am working at the other office and um, she's kind of on her own, she still answers the phone. Um, She follows up with patients that may have come in for consults and didn't start treatment or people who scheduled consults and then canceled them or didn't show up for them. She also submits all of the insurance claims because I do take PPO insurance in my practice and then other administrative tasks. So... She has quite a few things that she does on those days where we aren't seeing patients in the office. Now, if I'm being honest, I would say her schedule probably isn't completely full, but I wanted someone as a full-time employee from the very beginning because I wanted there to be someone to answer the phones during business hours because I think in the beginning, those new patient calls are incredibly important. And if one new patient calls every day and books a consult and ends up starting treatment, it pays for the salary that I paid her for that day. So um, to me, it was a no-brainer in just having the opportunity to field those calls because since I am working at another practice on the days when I'm not in my own office, It's just not possible for me to answer those incoming calls and then also, you know, for our existing patients now to call and 
change their appointments, ask questions, or if there's like a, an emergency, a poking wire or a broken bracket or something. Um, I didn't want people to be constantly getting a machine. Um, but the major thing is for those new patient calls because, um, you know, if someone calls and they get an answering machine, they might not even leave a message. And then if they do, you're k- kind of playing phone tag, trying to get in touch with them. It's just not good in terms of following through with people and actually getting them to book an appointment. So, uh, like I said, this has kind of been the arrangement since the beginning. Now, I don't need an assistant to be working when I'm not they're seeing patients because there's not enough back office administrative stuff for her to be doing. So I only have one full-time employee and that's my kind of front office person. Um, So now at this point on those non-patient days, which is every Tuesday, Thursday, and then every other Wednesday, my full-time employee is actually remote. So this... I think allows her to have a good work-life balance, especially with this post-pandemic era that we're living in. Um, Hybrid work and remote work are super sought after and is something that people are really looking for. And I know that the dental industry and orthodontics is having difficulty finding and retaining employees and some of that is because there are so many jobs that you can do from home on your laptop and people are more likely to take those positions. So me having the ability for her to work from home was huge. Um, So the way that we do that is I bought a laptop that has my practice management software downloaded onto it and she just uses that from home and then we have voice over ip for our phones and with that you have the ability to forward it to another number so the calls when we are not in the office just go to her cell phone during business hours so it's set so that it will only ring through to her phone between eight and five and if somebody calls after hours it's not like it's calling her personal cell phone Um, and it also does something called a whisper message when the call comes in so when she picks up the call on her phone it will say like press any key to answer this call so that she knows that it's an incoming office call so she can answer the phone like, you know, thank you for calling Emily Funk Orthodontics, blah, 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 um, versus just a regular call to her cell phone. So um, that has been great because I think she really enjoys the ability to have that flexibility and work from home. I will still have her come in if needed on a non-patient day. Um, Like for example, every 60 days we have pest control come to the office and just spray 
um, like for bugs. So on those days, we don't want it to be done on days when there are patients in the office. So we always schedule it for a non-patient day. And then my office coordinator will come into the office that day to make sure that she's there to let the pest control people come in. Um, or if there's other, some other type of service person or anything that needs to happen, then she will come in those days. So she knows that she needs to be available to be in the office if necessary on those days. But if there's no reason for her to be um, or for us to need her there, I have no issue with her working from home. Now, I will say in the beginning that trust was a little bit difficult for me because... um, you know, inherently you worry that if they're at home, are they just going to be watching Netflix or whatever? And um, we started out with her in the office five days a week. So that meant that she wasn't, or she was there when I was not there. And um, that way it kind of set a standard for what she was supposed to be doing. And then we transitioned into having her work from home. One of the things that we do that has helped with building and maintaining this trust is that we have a Google Doc task sheet. And basically we write on there as a way to communicate back and forth to each other. So I will put on that sheet things that I would like her to get done on those admin days. Um, And she will also use it as kind of like a to-do list for herself. So she'll add things on there as well. And that way it allows me to see the things that she's working on. And we have a color-coded system in terms of priority. So we have things that are highlighted in green, that is like low priority, and then highlighted in yellow, which would be moderate priority, and then highlighted in red, which are, you know, urgent or highest priority tasks. And that way it gives her an idea of how to address the list in terms of what is most important. And then we each have a color of font that we use to write on the doc if we want to communicate with each other. And that way she's not texting me during the day when I am at my associate job. And then I'm not bothering you know, her with messages because I really do have to focus on seeing the patients at the other office when I'm there. So I can check that document in the morning and then I will check it during my lunch um, and then sometimes in the evening if I need to, if I think of something or if there's something that I want to add or that she needed me to follow up on. So it's just a good way for me personally to see the things that she's working on um, and then also for her to communicate to me if she needs information from me or anything We just kind of use that as our way of communicating without having to live message each other. And that has helped me to feel like I know what she's doing and making sure that she's working. 
So in the beginning, when she just started the position, um, we did do like a daily check-in phone call over lunch because she obviously had a lot of questions in the beginning about, you know, setting things up. And then I wanted to talk to her about what she was doing and we just had a lot of things to set up. Um, but we transitioned away from that after a couple of weeks. We didn't think that it was necessary. We found ourselves getting into a more routine. So we got rid of that daily phone call. But in the beginning, it was helpful. And again, it, it helped me just with the peace of mind of knowing that she was actually working on things. So overall, I am really happy with the decision to have a full-time employee. And to me, it just makes sense, not only in terms of patient communication, but also in terms of practice growth. So, you know, obviously the goal is to leave the office where I work as an associate and transition into working in my practice full-time. Are you interested in starting your own practice but have no idea where to start? Does the thought of contracts, entity formation, demographics, staffing, marketing, equipment overwhelm you beyond belief? Well, don't worry. You're not alone. The process of opening a practice is a long one. But there's just one thing you must do first before you even consider any of those nitty-gritty steps. Develop a strong practice vision. Having a vision for your future practice provides a guiding light to get you to your goal. And the best part, it's completely free, requires absolutely no contact with any contractors, real estate agents, or bankers. If you're even considering starting a practice, you need to start with your vision. I've developed a quick start guide to help you get the wheels in motion. Click the link in the show notes to download my free guide to developing your practice vision. I'm so excited for you to take this first step. So pause the episode here, download the guide, and start building your dream. So when it comes to that point and we are ready to be in the office more patient days, I would obviously want my full-time employee to transition with me. So having somebody who was only on a part-time basis, it might be difficult to get them to want to become a full-time employee. With her being full-time now, she's more invested in the overall growth of the practice. If it were somebody who were just was just working part-time, that person probably would want to stay a part-time employee. And then there would be this weird kind of transition point where I would either have to hire someone else or get a second part-time person to cover those hours. So um, I think this works out for the best because she you know, went into it knowing that this is the ultimate goal and that's the ultimate plan and she's excited about growth of the practice versus someone who just wants to you know work two days a week and that's it I think it's just nothing you know against part-time people or anything like that but 
I think there's a little bit different mentality when it comes to building a career and growing with a company when you're a full-time employee versus someone who is a part-time employee. So just in terms of finding good candidates for the job and then having someone who's going to stay with the business long-term, I think finding a full-time person makes the most sense. Like I said in the beginning, there was definitely probably time where she was, you know, on her phone or watching the internet, just kind of hanging out. But I think it was worth it. And now that we are busier, she definitely has enough work to do on those admin days. And I have no regrets about the decision to structure things this way. And I would recommend it to anybody in a similar position. But again, that's just what works for me. Ultimately, you have to do what makes the most sense for you and what you feel is right. So that's just a little bit about how I have things structured and what we hope to do in the future is continue to grow and build our team. But for now, I just have the one full-time employee and the one part-time employee. And between the three of us, we have a pretty good rhythm and yeah, hoping to build from there. Anyway, that is going to do it for this week's episode. I hope you found this interesting. And as always, you can follow along for more day-to-day updates on Instagram and TikTok. So with that, I hope you guys have a great week and I will catch y'all in the next one. Bye guys.